Hello, I'm Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Tax season is upon us. Did you know that 47% of Americans are planning to use their tax refunds for everyday expenses, home improvements, and vacations? What if you used your tax refund for a new home instead? Again, this is Ed USA Mortgage. Your tax refund can be used towards down payment, closing costs, or paying down existing debt to help get approved. So before you spend that tax refund, let's get together and see how to best utilize those funds to invest in your future and your new home. Call or text me at 502-680-0953. Again, that's 502-680-0953. NMLS ID 448908, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 227262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing lender. You have scoured the podcast world. You have finally found the place where news is weighed in the balance. Welcome to Newsworthy with Stephen Jerry. Two words and two question marks. Jerry, we're back. Yes, we are. I'm excited. This week, I owe you an apology. I finally figured a way to beat you in a debate. <laughs> Silence. I just silence you. Shut your mic off, and I win Turn all the time. I might try that more often. Yeah. I, uh, as I said earlier, I'm sure I had nothing important to say, so it's <laughs> absolutely fine. Well, every, even if you did, nobody heard you, so I still <laughs> I won the debates, all of them we had last week, which was all good because it got my blood pressure fired up. That it did. Um, and guess what? What's up? <laughs> this week ain't any better. <laughs> well, if it's any consolation, my part of the show will be. I've got one serious topic. The rest of mine are feel-good humor topics. So maybe that'll lower your blood pressure a little bit anyway. Hey, Blockchain. Glad you're here. Welcome, Blockchain. Wow. Well, that's good. I am uh, I'm excited. Uh, we got lots of fun stuff to talk about tonight. The... News gods have blessed us with all kinds of stuff to get into this week and to get in. And oh, hello from Dubai. Wow. Dubai. Yeah. Very nice. Hey, Mochi. Glad you're here. Um, so we're pretty stoked. Uh, there's a, the, like I said, the news gods have uh, uh, blessed us with a plethora of stories to pick from. Uh, you picked all the good ones. And I said, uh, no, I'm not done with high blood pressure. We're going to dive exactly. into some big ones uh, because. When you said the news gods had blessed us, I was thinking, well, that means there's more action going on with Ukraine. There's yeah. more action going on probably with Biden, Democratic Party. So for those that don't know, that's what Steve means when he says that the news gods blessed us with a plethora of topics to discuss. Yeah, mainstream media has. Is pushing us toward the brink of World War Three. I, I sincerely believe this, okay. and, and all indicators point this way. All of them. I just I, I don't know how you don't see it this way. To be Welcome, honest, so, I, 
I don't see it because I think most of the world realizes what you just said is exactly what's going on, that it is mainstream media that's pushing a lot of these things. And just because it's in the media doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. Just because the media is saying, will this push Putin to use nukes doesn't mean it's going to happen. As crazy as the man is, he's not stupid enough to know that that ends in only one way with the demise of Russia and very possibly the entire world. But Russia, there's no alternative. There's no way in which Russia wins. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what I did figure out this way. How was your week, Jerry? It was good. Very good. That's good. I'm glad. Anything exciting happened? Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm semi-retired. I'd work from home some. I I got this job. It's going to be training an artificial intelligence bot. I say not training. I'm one of several that are doing it. But uh, really interesting work. And you get paid for it. Can't beat it. I feel like one of the ball players sitting back saying, I've got the best job in the world. I get to do something that I love, and I get paid for it. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. I, on Converse, had probably the worst week I've had in a long time. What is that? Ah, just a lot of stuff. Well, I'm sorry. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, <laughs> personal stuff. You know, to sit here as two humans and say that we don't have bad weeks and we don't go through crap occasionally uh, is not real. Sure. And it's been a really bad week, and we're just going to suck it up and keep moving forward and, and, and do the best we can to make it happen. As the old guy said, as long as you're still vertical, you, you're you coming out winning. Yeah. And I did realize something. Though, What's that? I realized that from my house to the local pub is five minutes. Gotcha. However, from the local pub to my house is 20 minutes. Takes a lot longer when you're crawling? Well, the difference is staggering. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see where that would certainly play a factor. Yeah, it absolutely does. Absolutely does. Especially after a few pints. <laughs> yep, I'm sure it would. I've got a good one for you. Oh. Uh, especially, you know, I know how you feel, Republicans, Democrats. Independents. The, uh, gosh, the after tonight, I'm fired up. I'm close. I am so yeah. close. But go ahead. Just thinking about the you know different symbols that represent the parties from the donkeys and the elephants, the blue, the red. Question: How do you trap a blue elephant? How do you trap? You use a blue elephant trap. How do you trap a red elephant? I'll play your silly game. How do you trap a red elephant? Well, I'm glad you didn't say a red elephant trap because there's no such thing, obviously. You just hold his nose until it turns blue, and then you get it with a blue elephant trap. <laughs> That's so stupid. My gosh. <laughs> Made you laugh. No. <laughs> I need more wine. Speaking of wine, what no, are we you drinking? You need more today? jokes like that. Oh, my gosh. No, I need to drink more. Thank you. We are drinking Italia Roscata, not Moscato. That's the name of the company, Italia Roscata. It is a sweet red, and thanks to us, it's a cold sweet, sweet red. red. A very good one, I mind it. I like it. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's uh, soft, it's layered, it's very deep flavored, which is good. Not the bad alcohol. for a wine that has a, a, a twist off time. The alcohol seven percent. Okay, I start to say it's got to be lower than the last couple we had. Yeah, it's seven percent. You can't feel it. That last one we had, whew, it was strong. It was like thirteen percent. Yeah. 
Gosh, yeah. it was crazy. It wasn't uh, pure grain, but it was getting up there. So, Jerry, tell the folks if they wanted to send us a message, sorry, uh, how they could get a hold of us. Well, they have a couple of options. They can email at newsworthy with Stephen Jerry at gmail.com. They can text us at the number 540-709-1318. And we really, really like hearing from you. We like hearing that um, show ideas. We like hearing feedback. It, it, uh, we are still a young podcast. We're growing. We have a growing audience. We're in uh, a plethora of countries around the world. We are in almost every state in the United, in the United States. Um, so we absolutely are growing, and we, uh, we are just uh, happy to be here and do this. But we are always looking for feedback. We're looking for new recipes. We love to tell ghost stories on this show, Bigfoot encounters, whatever you got. We love it. We like to transfer it. we got some exciting guests coming up. Uh, Can I interrupt for a second? No. Talking about loving kidding. feedback. <laughs> Our new guest, Blockchain from Dubai, yeah. has some very good feedback here. When we were talking about the uh, mainstream media, he was saying that he thinks that we're in a world where we have a ton of information that's not necessarily important, but getting information from the first original source is. And I absolutely agree with him. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about politicians doing what it takes to get reelected instead of doing their job. Media is just as guilty, if not more guilty, by doing, trying to do what they believe gets subscriptions, will get them more clicks, instead of trying to simply report the news factually and un, in an unbiased manner. Especially print media, because they're a dying race, if you will. Most of them have, they're trying to get clicks. And we talked about it last week, or I talked about it. You, you, you mouthed it, but nobody heard you. <laughs> So we'll yeah. just say you agreed with me on everything <laughs> last week, and that's where we'll leave yeah, that. I think even uh, our newest listeners know that's not the case. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of clickbait. You will try to find source of an article, and you get all the way, and you read all the way down through the article, and then they say, well, this is just my opinion. There's no fact there. I, why write the article if there's no fact and, and bait it? Like it's an actual article. It just drives me insane. Exactly. There's a place for that. The editor's comments or wherever. So you can do that, but at least label it as such. Let us know originally and up front that that's all it is, is opinion, not facts. Absolutely right. Absolutely correct. Yes. Whose turn is it to do recipe? Yours, I think. No. Is it mine? Yeah. Oh. Well, talk about something for a second. Let me come up with that. <laughs> I, I totally believe that one. <laughs> I think I'm lying, actually. I think it is mine. I think it is. And I, I forgot. Well, talk about something. One. I'll come up with one. <laughs> so, uh-oh. What's that? Mochi wants to tell us the craziest thing that ever happened to her. Let it rip. Let it rip, Mochi. We'll, we'll cover it as soon as you get it right at, written down there. Absolutely. Um, so... Oh, I got your recipe, by the way. Oh, already? Well, I haven't found it, oh. but I will in a second. <laughs> I know what it is. It's uh Oh, she says she was driving and she saw two cows smoking weed and playing poker. Oh no. The stakes were high. 
Good morning, man. Check you know what I like? I like that our listeners have picked up on what we like to do here and and, and join us in the fray. I love that. Totally agree. Recipe. Um, <laughs> I spent several years in the uh, central Virginia area in Fredericksburg area. As you know, you came up two or three times. And the the large dominant grocery store in that area is called Giant. And they did something, and I don't know if it was their vendors or them or who were who was instigating it, but they had little plastic holders that held recipes, probably 30 or 40 of them throughout the store. Sure. And they weren't paying for it. They had different vendors that would pay them money to oh, put sure. the recipes there because it would call for specific ingredients. And that's where I got this one. Loved it so much that I wore the little uh, index card out and uh, had to Google it online and find it. And 20, 25 years later, I'm still making this recipe. You would love it. Alaska Dungeness Crab and Wild Mushroom Chowder. It, it's got several ingredients. Um Bacon, onion, garlic, flour, chicken broth, whipping cream, dry sherry, Worcester sauce, thyme, Alaska Dungeness crab meat. I, I'll put the re- the link to the recipe online. Guys, if you like uh, crab, if you like mushrooms, you'll absolutely love Alaska Dungeness crab and wild mushroom chowder. Recipe of the week. Well, there you go. Now, you owe me two. Right. Next two weeks are yours because I did last week as well. Oh, see, there you go. <clears throat> Just because you muted me doesn't mean I didn't do last week. <laughs> it was a terrible recipe anyway. Let me tell you guys, you didn't miss sure. anything. <laughs> it was something like cottage cheese and I don't like cottage cheese. Left beer, uh llama foot. It was bad. It was a bad. Deal. Here's what Steve really means by it was a bad recipe. It's not on the Steve approved list of 10 recipes, and that's it. It almost went to 11. We we were beginning to think we could get it there, but no, he finally nixed it. We're back to 10. Oh, no, I got 11. Do you really? I even had curly fries tonight. Oh, that's true. See? First see time I've ever saw you get curly fries from Arby's. There you go. So, see? Ha! We'll have. It will indeed. Also, if uh, you think about it, keep double our original og in your thoughts and prayers she is very much under the weather this week fighting double, some sort of you, nasty illness we hope you get better very quickly yeah so we want her to get better so you care if i start jerry no not at all Go right good because i want to fire into some stuff because right i'm really really angry about some stuff this week it's becoming a theory and a theme in my life when it comes to our podcast that the more news I see, the angrier, angrier I get about it. This one is kind of going to blow you away. And it's kind of a flip because you're going to be hard-pressed to find someone who believes that our veterans need less care. Right. You're going to find a hard-pressed to believe that we shouldn't do everything forward, backwards, whatever we can do to support our retired, our disabled, and excuse me, our honorably discharged veterans. There's not many people out there that believe that we need to do more. Totally agree. Many of the arguments I make about Ukraine, about how much money we're sending, and I'm, is that how much of that could we spend on our veterans? How much could we help them get the homeless ones, get homes, the, the helpless ones, get help? 
the hungry ones get food. Uh, and yes, there are a butt ton of programs out there to do those things, but we can always use more. Sure. However, I have to caveat that by saying all that. SCOTUS, Supreme Court, made their first original ruling this year. Uh, I guess it was more of an opinion. It wasn't a ruling. Um, so there was a guy that got honorably discharged, medical discharge, back in 1980. Lost both his legs, was in, incapacitated for a great deal. His brother was, uh, thank you, was uh, listed his his official caregiver and was unaware that he could get additional benefits, monetary benefits, because of his disabilities through the VA. Uh, fast forward 30 years and someone said, hey, you should have probably been getting some benefits. Now, let me start by saying somebody failed this man in the system, okay? He should have not went 30 years. However, uh, SCOTUS is getting blistered by the Democrats and the Republicans because they said that the VA should not pay for 30 years back pay uh, when there is a very, very, for the most part, a good system in place to make sure that those benefits happen. Now, this particular case um, probably should have been reviewed and handled on an individual case and not go all the way to the Supreme Court. There should have been a case manager somewhere said, let's make this right, let's do the right thing, but we don't have to make it law. Um, but you have over a year to file any disability claims once you've left the service. Um, and that's the way the system currently is. So you have up to a year past your discharge date, discharge date to be able to get those handed. And now most of those systems are very automated. It's not even a question of you have to call. It just happens, uh, which is good. But yeah, the, the Democrats and the Republicans, even the liberals on the, on the court said no way on this. Here's what What's I would say. First of all, the job of, the Supreme Court, the state courts, any level courts is not to make law. Right. Their job is simply to interpret law. Right. Now, unless they interpret it incorrectly, they did exactly what they're supposed to do, which is say, legislative branch, you, you've created some bad rules. Yeah, now, there, there's a loophole the somewhere you got to fix. But, and it sounds like that's what they did. Yep. They, they are always saying, hey, if you don't like it, if you don't like this law, change it. Yep, that's your job. That's your job. Our Not job ours. is simply to interpret. I agree. So unless they went beyond that, all they did was tell the legislators, you screwed up. You yep. want to fix this problem, fix it. But it's not our job to fix it because we can't make law. And yep. I don't want them making law. No, I agree with it. And when I was reading the report, it was all, it was, I, I report came from slate.com and it was so slanted left like the liberals let us down the this shows how bad the republican you know the the conservative judges are we need more judges on the supreme court blah 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 this has nothing to do with any of that like you said they simply interpreted it hey you had a year within the way that law is currently written you failed to do that for whatever means necessary it's not our job to make that fix. And they're also saying we don't have the ability. Right. We don't have the power. So I'm actually on the Supreme Court side on this one. My heartstrings tug and, and so say, 
there should have been somebody there at some point to just fix it. And it should have never got to this level. And I'm but, sure that if someone had the kahunas to step up and do the right thing within the Veterans Administration and say, you know what, you have brought to light a problem that we're going to fix. Right. But to thank you for doing so, we're going to do the right thing by you. Right. I don't Absolutely. think there would be any. Nobody would have said that. On that. Yeah. So I, that's my first topic. I wanted to bring it up because kudos for them for actually not making law. Yeah. <laughs> for once. For once. Even job. against the wishes of everybody who's is to actually make the laws. And as you said, our court is now right-leaning sure. considerably, and it's usually the the right side that's the one that's trying to advocate for more veterans' benefits in yep. the first place. So yep. I'm sure they really wanted to do right by the guy. But, but what kind of floodgate does that open? They can't. I mean, right. they literally can't. Speaking of floodgates, well, it's your turn. So you go ahead and do your next topic, your first topic. There, I think Mr. I mentioned Jerry. earlier that I've... Uh, I've only got one serious topic, one topic that will probably raise your BP a little bit. After that, I'm going to spend the rest of my time on the, the feel-good topics. But anyway, here we go with this one. don't know if you'd heard, but earlier today, the United States announced that they are going to be sending battle tanks to Ukraine. That is correct. Joe Biden announced that the United States will send 31 M1 Abram tanks. In doing so, he's reversing months of persistent arguments by Washington that they were too difficult for the Ukrainian troops to operate, too difficult to maintain. They've just said for months that they weren't going to do it. But the U.S. decision followed Germany's agreement to also send 14 Leopard 2 A6 tanks. But Germany had the stipulation that they were only going to do so if the United States would send tanks as well. And they were honest enough to come out and say, hey, if this pisses Putin off. We don't want to be the only one uh, that he's pissed at. So, United States, if you're willing to go into it with us, we'll, we'll send air 16 tanks and uh, America and Biden agreed to send 31 M1 Abram tanks. So, what's your thoughts? We're sending tanks to Ukraine now. I'm glad you bring that up. I got several thoughts and I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you're going to love them because you and I have gone round and round and round and round on this. First, let me give you a little backstory on the M1 Abrams, the baddest tank on the entire planet. This tank is a bad ass on every level. Yep. In fact, I got a story about an M1 Abrams that you're going to find funny. Okay. Um, but first, let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Each M1 tank produced in America, I think that's a Pratt & Whitney design, $9 million is what it costs. From to build it to have it delivered. It's and only a quarter of a billion for all 31. Right, right. Exactly. Um, we currently have 4,400 4, of those in our active military. There's 10,000 of them around the world. Those are sold off by us to our allies. Hence, that's the word, allies. Okay? Not our fleeting desires to get in the middle of the shit we shouldn't be in the middle of. Are you saying that Ukraine is not our ally? I'm saying that there is no alliance on any piece of paper saying that we're allies with Ukraine. Nowhere. Sure. They're not part of NATO. They're they, not part of NATO. They, they wanted to be. They've requested to be. And we probably would have allowed it if we hadn't, in what, 1996, I think, at the dissolution of USSR, we agreed to not allow any of them 
We made a bunch of agreements, but one of the first at the top of the list was to not let any of those join NATO. Right. And and that was to appease Russia, sure. to, to help Gorbachev make those decisions. Yep. You know. Um, funny story about it. First of all, let me get back to my whole thing. Quarter of a billion more dollars in hardware, real hardware. Yep. And if I'm sitting in, in Moscow and I see M1 Abrams across the battlefield, how is that not perceived as an escalation of war? I, it just blows me away. The politicians are doing it so that they get a, a extra bump in the rating. Look what we did to help Ukraine. You think that's the only reason they're doing it? I, I don't. I wish I could get into the head of one person who Do made you that not vote. think that trying to stop Russia from reassembling as much as possible the former USSR is at the top of their list? Uh, I think that it may be somewhere on their list. What makes you think it's not? But here's top? here's here's what I years of distrust and growing distrust of our government. No, puts no, me no. Into this. not just our government. You're talking about basically the government of every country in okay. the free world. I, I, here's the problem. Okay. And I understand what you're saying. I don't live in those countries. I don't pay taxes in but those countries. But you do countries. have to. When it comes we to a have, discussion of world events, we have to consider the other countries that are involved. Absolutely. I'm not saying you should move there and live there and pay taxes there. I'm just saying every country in the free world is that I'm aware of is trying to help support Ukraine prevent being taken over by Russia. Yeah, maybe. Um, that doesn't mean we have to be the escalate escalating factor in the war. I'm just saying Russians have no love for us anyway. Okay. These people, I don't even want to go into the media because that's, that's one of my topics. It's a separate issue. It's a separate issue. But the fact that, our politicians would even consider using this as a, because this is what's going to happen come November, right? Follow me. I helped vote for Ukraine to send tanks there. Support me. I don't think that you're going to hear that. One reason. I will Both be, sides helped do that. Both sides voted for that. Sure. Except so for a few. It, how does it help for anyone to say I'm one of the, the because it will. Everybody. I will bet you an ice cream cone we'll hear that, that ad somewhere in the media. Somewhere, probably. The vast majority are not. I'll bet you a half gallon of ice cream that we hear that in the media somewhere. Somewhere, probably. Okay, good. Thank but you. I'm saying the majority won't. Uh, I'm just saying. It's stupid. <laughs> well, according to you, everything that we've done, every... So do you support sending get, tanks to Ukraine? I don't. I do think that was a line too far. Again, I don't know. I, I don't even pretend to say that I'm smart enough to know where the line should be drawn. I do think we should. We had an obligation to help Ukraine. We do not want Russia to become more stronger economically, militarily. What about if they can annex Ukraine, they suddenly become much stronger on both of those fronts. We want to prevent that. What about the report that I saw today that said, that Russia actually doesn't want any of the western part of Ukraine. That's that they want the Donbass. They want the eastern side of the well, Ukraine, that's pretty where obvious. all the industry. That's is. pretty obvious. But they don't want to have to manage 180 million people that don't want to be Russian. Well, that's <laughs> they would probably like it. But remember, last week was possibly week before when you mentioned that we or Ukraine was to blame for not setting down and negotiating with Russia. Sure. Do you remember? Russia's Russia said that if 
that happened, if they sat down to negotiate with Ukraine, Ukraine had to agree to one thing to begin with. What was that one thing? Not to join NATO? No. What? They had to agree that Russia now owned the Donbas region. Yes, because, and, and I know, I know. Or even saying I know. Then why bring it up? You're talking about a fake election. <laughs> Come on, seriously? That That's your argument? That it wasn't happen? my argument. I was you were going to bring it up. Fact. Yeah, I was just stating the fact. It obviously was a forced fake election. Okay. Furthermore, they don't even control militarily any of the area that they're saying, before we will sit down and negotiate, you have to agree this is ours. They simply said it's ours. Yeah. Well, now it's a here's, fake elections. If you follow any, here's the problem. You, I don't know that the Ukraine, the United States, Germany, Poland, any of these countries are going to be willing to do what Russia is going to be willing to do to win. We've showed it ourselves in the last three conflicts we've had. We don't have the, the, the fortitude to finish what we start. Sure. You know what I'm saying? The, Russians you're talking about the people. Yes. In Russians will send as many bodies as it takes from Russia. To make this happen. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, that's how they've done every war they've ever well, been in. They have done that so far, and what are their results? What well, have they captured so far? Basically nothing. Well, I'm just nothing. saying. Nothing. They don't have the Donbass region. They don't have any major city. They haven't been able to accomplish any of their goals. And they have lost, what's the most recent estimate on how many lives Russia has lost? Hundred, something over 100. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. It's you a lot talk of people about that, families. There's only so many casualties that your country is going to lose with nothing to show for it in a war that most of the world, I don't know what the average Russian, how they feel about it, but most of the world thinks that it is a true atrocity. It's nothing but a, not a land grab. So there's only so many bodies that the Russian population is going to allow to die before yeah. they begin to say no more. And to some degrees, they've already begun to say that. We've heard reports of tens of thousands of young men who have left the country and said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be sent into battle in Ukraine. Uh, and they have just simply left. Well, anyway, I'm glad to see you have uh, calmed down so much on that issue. No, that I think my, it's stupid. That was my one bad stupid blood pressure raising. I just don't understand why. And it comes back to what we talked about last week when you agreed with me on air. No. Because you, you did because nobody heard you not. <laughs> <laughs> they shall hear me now. That, it just comes back to that whole issue. And I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Don't you love that? I hate it. Man, getting old. It, yeah. Getting older. You're still way older. I'm sure in a few but, years I'll get there and know exactly how you feel. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Double did join us. How about you, Double? Hello, Double. Hope you're feeling better. Yeah. We just tell people that you weren't feeling up to, didn't know if he's going to make it tonight. We're glad you're here. Oh, okay. So as, as it is my turn, I got to bring up right or left, Jerry. Right. Right. All right. We'll go right. Okay. Let's go right. How is it that the GOP and Mike McCarthy, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, are, have the combined intelligence of a stink bug. No idea. Don't know what you're referring to. Please tell me, of all the things within our budget, 
that are touchable, that are cuttable, negotiable, yeah. negotiable. Why on earth do you want to take the two things that every American who's ever worked has paid their own share to have the money sitting there when they retire? Now, you already know the answer to this. Last question. night, they backed back off of this, but we're talking, what we're talking about is the debt ceiling negotiations. Right. Kevin McCarthy and, the G and some of the GOP, I'm not saying all of them, but some of the GOP decided that that was going to be the hill they're going to dial. That they're going to say, we'll raise the debt ceiling, but you got to cut Medicaid and Social Security. The hell yep. of all the things that GOP members, and listen, by no stretch of the imagination, am I liberal. I am one of the most fiscally conservative people when it comes to our government you will ever meet. But those are not entitlements. Yep. Those have been paid for, and those stupid politicians have got their stupid little sticky fingers all up in there and stolen money right out of the American people's pocket. And that's the place you're going to start coming? Are you kidding me? Our defense budget, for instance, is better than the next, is higher than the next top 10 combined. Yeah, put together. And you want to cut Social Security? You want to cut people who are living on a fixed income because that's all they got? Are you kidding me? I hope and I, I pray. Now, listen, I absolutely do not advocate for voting liberal. That's a whole different mess. Okay. A whole different mess. And we'll get into that at a different date, I'm sure. But that's not the option. But I hope there are you, other conservatives you can vote for. Yes. I hope people that said that's a good idea never see the inside of the Capitol after their next election. Unfreaking believable. Unbelievable. Sorry. I'm taking my soapbox and going away now. Do you remember? Was it last week? So I guess if it was, people didn't hear it. But when I was talking about the advantage, the, the five things that McCarthy had to agree to pretty steep concessions yeah. on to win Speaker of the House. And one of them was that the Freedom Caucus agreed or forced an agreement that if the debt ceiling was was raised and they knew it would have to be, that cuts would have to be made elsewhere. And we talked about where that was going to be. And unfortunately, we said that there was a very good chance it would probably come to, from defense spending because I said that everything I had read was that they weren't willing to make cuts and benefits. Even if you were willing to make cuts and benefits, which is where it needs to be, by the way, because benefits is like 49% of the entire There's a difference budget. between benefits and entitlements. Exactly. If you're going to cut benefits, start cutting benefits, unearned benefits, entitlements. Right. What you're talking about are earned benefits. People Absolutely. have paid for this. Absolutely. You, know, you spend your entire life working and every check you look at it and you see the deductions for Social Security, you've paid for that. Yep. Absolutely. So it's not fair for them to be taking it away. Taking it away again. Yep. They've already stolen it. That's why Social Security, is by danger. most accounts, will be gone by 2032 or if at least don't. hugely diminished. 
It's ridiculous. Because there's so much money there that we have stolen it to pay for a plethora of other things. And everyone is simply kicking the ball down the road. We know it's got to be fixed, but let the next group fix yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what causes that? Something we did agree on last week. Lack of term limits. Freaking term limits. Yes. Absolutely. Good gravy. Totally. Sorry. Uh, uh. <laughs> Hulk is pissed. Hulk mad. <laughs> I just I just don't understand how a group of grown men who are above average intel at least average intelligence who claim to be conservative who claim to be conservative would attack true. the very group that put them there to begin with. I agree. I just can't understand if Kevin McCarthy listens to this this podcast or any member of the house of any state or senate of any state hears this hear this the american people will not put up with your crap yep get busy or get gone sorry get busy living or get Get busy busy dying. dying whatever absolutely we are sick to death of you guys going up there and doing jack shit nothing or attacking the people that put you there. It's yep. ridiculous. Sorry. Woo. <laughs> Told you I was fired up tonight, Jerry. <laughs> I told you. And I'm just starting to get fired up. <laughs> well, this one might calm you down. Okay. Not time to Were you through? I'm done, yes. Okay. I'm done. I got to have more wine. <laughs> Netflix has announced that they are hiring for a flight attendant for a private company jet. The good news is the compensation will be up to $385,000. They want to hire a flight attendant for one of their private jets. And they don't exactly say, they they don't specify an exact salary. What they do say is that the position ranges from $60,000 to $385,000. After that, I was absolutely afraid to ask what they're paying their pilots. Oh, yeah. Wow. $385,000 $385,000 for a flight attendant. Well, I'm glad you did bring that up. That does make me feel better. Why is that? I, I absolutely got to brush up my resume because I'm applying for that. There you year. go. <laughs> I'm not for sure if I should apply for that or apply for the pilot's job. I, I have I've never taken any instruction at all, but for that money, I'll learn. <laughs> it takes you about that much to learn, too, to be problem. honest. It's not cheap. I'm sure. So... You know, let me try something on you here, Jerry. Sure. Would you like a water and some peanuts? <laughs> How was that? Was that good? That was very good. Sweet. I don't know if it's three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars good, but dude, good. if it's sixty-five thousand dollars good, I'm set. Let's do it. Let's go. Saw an article <laughs> the other day, uh, and when I first started reading it, I was the headline said something like flight attendant sets in the floor of the airplane during the entire flight. Oh, I saw that. That was and I first. Awesome. It was what? Awesome. I first thought, what type of stupid flight attendant is trying to make a political statement? Yeah. And then I read that it's a mentally handicapped guy that's got a fear of flying or whatever. And he's a lady. He's a lady. Yeah. And they were about to lose it. And she sat there in the floor. It was a he sat yeah. there in the floor beside this person just trying to calm them down. Absolutely. Whole awesome. Every time there was a bump in the air, there was a, yeah. a, a trigger. He would explain what it was and how it was okay. No. Um, the entire flight. He worked for Delta. Mike's airline. Was absolutely. Go, awesome. Mike. I bet Mike. Mike trained that guy. Probably. 
<laughs> Probably did. Yeah, yeah. So we went right last time. Let's go left this time. Sounds good. You guys ready to go left? Let's go left. Remember when I said if you don't the next time you vote, I don't encourage voting left either. Right. Here's why. Have you heard about what's going on in San Francisco? There are a lot of things going on. Okay. Which one are you referring to? <laughs> well, let me tell you what's going on right after we do these words from our sponsor. So, hey, Jerry, yes. you do know that the mortgage market changes often. So it's important to have your mortgage professionally managed. Headlock with USA Mortgage offers great personalized service with more customized options tailored to your financial goal and needs. So if you're looking to cruise into a new home, he can be the driver that gets you there. Call or text Ed at area code 502-680-0983 and find out how to get approved. NMLS ID 448-Acquisition Company, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 227-262. This is not a commitment to lend. A ter- additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing lender. That's awesome. And and I can't, uh, we like doing those commercials. I absolutely love working with them. So absolutely go check them out. Um, anyway, so we Go're were going back to California. San Francisco. San Francisco, which has become one of the most disgusting broken cities in America. I think they accomplished that some time ago. You know, it is a, a you cannot go online without seeing videos of, of the homeless population and the drug addled prop population doing, it's almost becoming like a Florida man story, story, watching what's coming out of San Francisco. However, this is not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is the San Francisco, uh, uh, leadership committee okay. have started the process of voting on reparations for slavery. That's all that. Five million dollars for every African American person that lives in San Francisco if they meet a few criteria. Criteria is pretty stringent. Stringent, excuse me. Again, these are talks. And these are talks. There's no funding. Five one percent of this. I'm glad you bring up funding because if these talks were to go through. And they're not. $500 billion with a B. For one city. For one one city. city. There's no funding. It never will be. It's ridiculous. First of all, let me explain how it's ridiculous and why it's ridiculous. We all agree that slavery was a blot on our society. Absolutely. Um, And I get that. It was truly nasty, gross, but it it was not restricted to the United States. It was a worldwide phenomenon, and it has been since time, we have been a civilization. It has been for hundreds, you know, thousands it, of years. That doesn't make it right, okay? I'm not, I'm not trying to condone it. California was never a slave state. Never once was it allowed in California to own slaves. It wasn't built on It was not built on slaves. Like some of the original right. colonies were. Absolutely. And if it was, it was on the backs of Chinese workers building the railroads and building the towns up from the railroads. Yep. Um, so for these folks to be out there with all the problems that they got going on right now in San Francisco, that this is their number one priority. Folks, again, say it. If you're a city councilman who happens to be in San Francisco, do 
the work the actual people sent you there to do, not these pipe dreams. Let's get it together. Come on. And that's on every level of government. I will say, I live in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. I don't care to say it. Our city council and our leadership team down at the Capitol seem to have it together. This little town is growing. It's clean. It's got good schools. You don't hear of many things that are going wrong with the cops. It's led from a very good standpoint of growth, of fairness, and I am proud to live here. But there are so many cities out there that are either spiking downward, and when I say spiking, I mean falling downward, or they're going the opposite way. They're spiking upward, and they are enacting all these controls, and we're going to have uh, I think in March, Clay Davis is going to be back with us. Um, and they're taking the whole towns over with surveillance and being oppressive. And it's just a whole mess. Are we ready to say what Clay is going to be here to discuss? Yes, uh, I think so. Clay had, had, when we get him in here, we haven't decided the date yet. Clay's coming in March and he's going to be talking about an amazing topic that as I feel like our country gets more and more divided. I wouldn't call it amazing. No, no, it's not amazing. It's very it's, sad. It's sad. Very sad. But as our country becomes more and more divided, as we continue to split further right and further left. There's a bigger need for it. There's a bigger need to have this discussion. And Clay's going to come in and talk about uh, the the possible the possible succession succession yes. and breakup of our country. That's a there's a very real communication and a very real talk. In a lot of circles about those happening. But we'll get to that when we're that's there. That's my topic. I'm sorry. I took up a lot of time, Jerry. I'm sorry. But I'm fired up, man. $500 billion. Well, they can talk. I remember a... Um, no, I'm not going to say that. Some people would find that uh, to be rude, so I'll just leave that off. Aren't you so anyway. nice? You're so thoughtful, Jerry. I'm hurting you right now. Oh, Look at this. Thank you. <laughs> Did you hear about the 10-year-old girl in Rhode Island who finally decided to answer the question, is Santa Claus real? She decided to answer it definitively once and for all. Oh. On Christmas Eve, her family was nice enough to leave cookies and milk out for Santa Claus and a few carrots even for the reindeer. And the next morning when she got up, there were some partially eaten cookies and there were some partially eaten carrots. And apparently the girl is uh, a science nerd. She loves science and science projects. And she decided to mail the cookie and the carrots that were left to her local police department and ask if they could do DNA <laughs> testing to determine if Santa Claus is real. And they were nice enough to forward it to the state's Department of Health Forensic Science Unit for analysis. And a few days later, they come back and said that they were not able to definitively confirm or refute the presence of Santa, but added that something magical may be at play. They said they found no complete matches to anyone in the combined DNA index system, but they said there was a partial match to a 1947 case centered around 34th Street in New York City, Aww. better known as the Miracle on 34th Street movie. So, yeah, a local television station interviewed the girl, and uh, when I put up the podcast, I'll have a link to the video if you wish to watch it, and it's, it's very cute. 
That's awesome. That is awesome. See, you got to bring my blood pressure down. That's good stuff, Jerry. I like that. Good for her. Good for her. Absolutely. That's awesome. And how can someone doubt that Santa's real? I don't know. I mean, I I see him at least once a year. Exactly. (laughs) So we're going to go from Santa to something Santa-like. Santa-like. Several years ago, not really. I'm I'm just making that up. It has nothing to do with Santa. Several years ago, a seaman who was stationed on a USS Kentucky class nuclear submarine was docked in Virginia and was about to leave out um, on a very long mission. You know, those submariners, they go down, they're down for six, seven months at a time. Long time. Yeah. I mean, the nuclear subs can stay under as long as they have food. Limited to the supplies on board. And uh, so he snapped chat. He snapped a picture of the subs and, Hey babe, this is what I'm going to be on for the next six months. I'm excited. Whatever. Sent it to his daughter who was like 12, nine, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that area. That's not a good thing to do. Well, yeah, no, apparently not because that same submariner who has a family, a wife and kid is now in prison for taking a picture of a nuclear submarine. A little bit overboard. Yeah. So we agree that that's overboard, right? Well, was he outside, inside? He was outside. It was just a picture of the sub. You can get the same picture if you Google a nuclear submarine. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we agree that that's a bit overboard. Quite a bit. And if it's not overboard, then the rule should at least apply fairly, right? Mm -hmm. So please, for the love of God, tell me one thing. Why is Mike Pence, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump still breathing free air? Yep. All three guilty of the same thing. The exact same thing. Top secret documents in unsecured locations within their house, their office, their closet. Uh, some of the, the, the papers that they found. Now, the funny thing about our media is that every page that they could get their hands on to Donald Trump's, they released. Well, this is what he had. This is what he had. They haven't released any of just I don't saying. think anything got released that was classified. Subject. They were speculative. Yes, very much. But they're right. not speculating on Donald Trump or uh, Joe Biden's. Or Pence. Or Pence to this point. Um, uh, in an interview, Mike Pence, who I used to very much admire for I being a straight lace kind of guy. I still do. Was, thought it was funny. He was laughing about it. Listen. Well, obviously, the procedure, the policy and procedure needs to be reworked. It's not working. It's absolutely not working. So you're going to hold a man who's just doing his job and trying to impress his daughter in prison for taking a picture that you can find on Google all day long. This is just showing him that this is the one I'm going to be on. Yep. I don't know how that hurts the, the nation. But top secret documentation of unknown origins. Some of the things that Joe Biden had was from when he was in Congress. That's how old this stuff is. Now, now the, the diff. Go, I'm sorry. Go. I ahead. was just going to say. Now, who? That's all probably general knowledge at this point. Well, it's probably been dis- still dis- classified. It's still freaking classified. Or was one of them missing? Right. It just blows me away that we're going to hold American people and American politicians to do different standards. It's stupid. It's ridiculous, and it makes me angry. I agree. One correction. When you said okay, that all three of those guys were guilty of the same thing, there's a huge difference between Pence and Biden and the way that they handled it. Because oh, sure, sure. they turned themselves in. 
they found these documents or someone in their circle found it, went to their attorney and their attorney went to the government and said, here it is. Sure. Sorry. On the other hand, you got Donald Trump, who, after being told uh, by what, what's that group that they're supposed to turn this stuff over to? National, Archives. National Archives. He was told by them, you, we know of several documents that you've got. He supposedly went and had people search his stuff and come back. Nope, nope, don't have any of it. Then they argued back and forth. The lawyers got together. He continued to say, no, he didn't have it. They finally went down and found tons of it. At which point you begin to hear 14 stories. No, I didn't have it. No, I didn't take it. It was, I declassified it, so therefore it's fine for me to take. Uh, he had every story <laughs> to seem to throw it out. Totally different than Pence and Biden, who it appears from what we've heard, tried to do the right thing. Told on themselves and said, here's this yeah. information. So and I get all that's that. A difference. I do get all that. But I agree with what you're saying. But it's, it's not fair when you compare it to this guy who's in prison for taking a picture and sending it to his daughter saying, here's where daddy's going to be for the next six months. Yeah. It just, it's beyond, we have to fix what's allowed to go home. I would have never in a million years thought that that would even be allowed to leave the office. It shouldn't be. It's not <laughs> Did, supposed to be. Wasn't there a, a thing where a guy was smuggling classified documents out in his pants several years Probably. ago? Probably. And he went to prison? But he wasn't president or vice president. I, I don't and think it matters at well, this point. Is see, top secret top secret? Yes or no? It is. But here's the deal. Who's going to stop the president and say, sir, you can't walk from this room into that room with those documents? No one. Obviously. So we're going to have to start making some changes in policies and procedures. And Absolutely. Yeah. Starting, a, starting now. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. It is. I mean, it's actually almost to an epidemic. I'm, I, I just read an article that said Lizzie, Lindsey Graham actually commented on it. And, you know, he's one of those guys I love to hate. And some days I hate to love him. Today, I hate to love him. He said, and I quote, you won't find any classified documents in my house. Just Chick-fil-A bags all over the floor. <laughs> Anywho, that was my thing. I the, the double sure. standard is ridiculous. When I don't you think leave, any of these guys intentionally took classified I don't material. I don't either. None of the three. I now, don't either. Trump certainly could have handled his situation better. Sure, absolutely. But I don't think any of them, if you had asked them, all three probably would have said the same thing. You may find some Chick-fil-A bags lying around, but no, no classified dog. I don't yeah. think they intended to do it. I don't think they knew that they did. Again, we've got to come up with better systems and procedures that applies to everyone, not just the guy that's going to get on the sub for the next six months. Yeah, I don't like it. So, my turn. Yep. Yep, please do. Well, this one uh, is sad. So sad. It's hoped that the lights at a Massachusetts high school will be able to be turned off by the end of next month. After a year and a half, after a computer glitch has kept the lights on day and night. Have you heard about this? No. It's been on Saturday Night Live. It's been on everything. The unusual challenge faced by the Minichog Regional High School located in western Massachusetts means that there has been no way to turn the lights off short of unscrewing bulbs or flipping circuit breakers that will leave entire sections of the building in the dark. We're very much aware that this is costing taxpayers a significant amount of money. Aaron Osborne, this assistant superintendent of finance at the regional school district said, and we have been doing everything we can to get the problem solved. He estimated that the 
extra cost to the district for the nearly 7,000 lights and the 248,000 square foot building is costing in the thousands of dollars per month. Good news is he said it's not in the tens of thousands. So according to him, it's not more than $10,000 a year, but it's costing in the thousands of dollars every month and an extra light bill because they had their lights hooked up to a computerized system and it controlled the lights when they went off, when they went on. For the last year and a half, they've been on nonstop. They've not gone off. Thousands of dollars per month. They finally found a fix. Uh, now, in a Monday email, Osborne said officials had thought the repair could cost as much as $1.2 million, which would have entirely replaced the system. They found a cheaper alternative that is going to cost between seventy-five dollars and $80,000. Of course, that's on top of the fifty dollars to $80,000 that they've already spent in excess light bills. So somewhere between $150,000 and $200,000 to fix the lights that won't turn off. That's so stupid. All I have to say about that story is what the hell is going on? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Wow. Terry, I got one more topic. Sure. And we talked about it. We alluded to it a little while ago. Um, I just want to bring it up and kind of get into it just a hair. We're running short of time a little bit. But I don't know about you. Fox News. MSNBC. CNN, what little bit of audience they have left. Uh, all the different news stations, regardless of which side they lean, all of them are leading toward war. They're all trying to fear mind. Every time you pull up the internet, you pull up Bing, which is a liberal uh, you know, news browser, uh, you see stories that state, Putin, crazy Putin, ready to use nukes or tactical nukes in Ukraine. Clickbait. I think we Clickbait. talked about that last Absolutely. week. Absolutely. And half of the stuff isn't even verified before they before they put it on. It's like they absolutely are trying to will us into war to help their numbers. I mean, I can't think of any other reason why they want to do it. Uh, if you just here's a, here's a thought. You know, Fox News became super successful when they first came up by just being balanced. Then they took a big hard right left. You know, everybody else went left, they went right. And I just don't understand that whole concept as to why can't we just do news? But why, why can't the American people, and this may be a worldwide problem. We don't live in the rest of the world. We don't know what their news is representative. I do know that a lot of the news that I get about America that's unbiased comes from Britain, the BBC. <laughs> and I just don't understand why our news can't just, and I'm talking to all of them, everybody out there but the weathermen, <laughs> to be blunt, from local news all the way up. Why can you not just give us the story and let us decide how we want to feel about it? It I is, agree. I feel it is actually a detriment to our country for our citizens not to be informed. Sure. Half the people in the world and our country. Don't understand that you have to really dig to find a story. They'll read the headline, and that's that. That's it, and that's what they believe. And that's so unfair to 
their thought process to their decision making to who they're going to vote for really 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 bothers me i agree do you think it's any different than politicians though when you come right down to no them? i think they're in cahoots with the politicians i don't know i don't think they're in cahoots i really don't i don't think fox is in cahoots with the republicans i don't think cnn's in cahoots with the democrats i think it's the same problem with both they're putting their own self-interest above everything else yeah it's, so, it's going to cost them money i mean look at cnn's viewership under five million last month but at the same time, what is it going to cost politicians to be negligent in their duty? Nothing, because we always re-vote for them. It doesn't cost <laughs> them anything personally, but it, as a country, it does. Absolutely, it does. The same issue with the media. Yeah. We end up with a, a general population that doesn't know what's going on. or you know, Unfortunately, the majority of people, if they do listen to news and try to stay informed, are going to listen to one side or the other they're probably not going to do a lot of research and listen to both. So they're going to either be biased left or biased right, depending upon what side they're listening to. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's truly sad. It's just very, very unfair. We get time for one more? Absolutely. We have lots of time for one more. Another sad one. Oh, no. We can't leave it on a sad note. Well, let's see. Hey, it really is. No evil news? Kansas man dies after being shot by his dog oh, I in the truck. I saw this. Joseph oh, my Austin Smith. 30 years old, of Wichita, Kansas, was sitting in the front passenger seat of a pickup truck when he was shot in the back, the Summer County Sheriff's Office said in a statement. The back seat contained hunting gear and a rifle. A canine belonging to the owner of the pickup stepped on the rifle, causing the weapon to discharge, and the fired round struck the passenger who died of his injuries on scene. So, just in case you didn't have enough already to worry about, now you can add being shot by your dog to the list. Yeah, truly sad story. We start, you know, we say it in a joking manner. I mean, it, there's some humor in it. Obviously, our condolences go out to the man and his family. I mean, their lives have just been turned upside down by their dog, another member of the family. So, truly sad story. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's, that's terrible. It is. That it is. Terrible. So we got two more weeks of football left. How does that make you feel? Um, is it only two weeks? We got this week coming, which is the NFC and the AFC Championship. We have then the Pro there's Bowl, a break. And then the Super Bowl. Yeah. So two actual weeks. Two, two, yeah. Three games, if you don't count the Pro Bowl left. Who's your team? Uh, I think it's going to be, I don't know. Kansas City looks really good. Uh, it, it's hard to go against those guys. By the way, Mahomes, they thought was injured. He was back in practice fully today. I don't know. Sure, he, he's, a, he's a champ. He ain't yeah. out. He's there. So, Bengals look good, too. So, who's your team? I, what's your, what's your, if what's I have your to Super, pick one, it's the, What's your Super Bowl game and pick? No. Come on. I'll, I'll give him up Super Bowl champion. Uh, well, that's, uh, take the game. Chiefs. I, I, don't, I can't pick the other side. That one's too close. And I think this one's going to be really close. Cincinnati, okay. Kansas City. So you think City. Chiefs win it all? Yeah. I've well, got, how can you vote against them? I'll so tell you how. On that team. Watch this. Who are you going with, Eagles? Are, Next are you team? watching? The Eagles and the 49ers. I'm taking the Niners. Oh, okay. And Your son disowned you, by the way. Yeah, but he, he he's always disowned me. He knows that. You're just pissed because you lost the bet to him last weekend. Shh. We ain't talking about that. <laughs> 
ain't talking about that. The okay. Niners going to get it done. Okay. And the Bengals looked unstoppable they look good. against the Bills. So they didn't look last year. bad. They looked unstoppable. You're they would have beat any team in the NFL last year in the snow. All that emotion Buffalo had, DeMar Hamlin in, in the, the stadium, back in the building. He, he was actually in the locker room before right. the pregame. All that emotion, and it did nothing. The Bengals yep. wiped them. They look good. I think it's – They were in the Super Bowl last year. Cincinnati, Kansas City, I'm putting the no, Bengals. No, no. no, that's the oh, AFC yeah. Championship. I'm taking the Bengals. Bengals the and the 49ers, and I think the Niners defense slows them down okay. enough to win. 49ers are your, your You're calling your for a repeat of last year. Bengals against California team. You're just yep. replacing the Rams with the 49ers. I think I think Joe Burrow and company are an amazing team. They look unstoppable, but that Niners defense with Nick Bosa is unfreaking believable. What's his name's hell of a coach, too? Shanahan? Better than his dad ever was. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, sorry, Cincinnati fans. We're close to Cincinnati. Uh, there's one exception. What's that? There's one way the Bengals can win, and only one. That is? If the Bengals wear their white and black outfits. Helmets, too. Helmets, too. That's the only way they win. But otherwise, the Niners get them. Guys, we appreciate you being here tonight. We we thank you from the bottom of our heart. We finally got everything, and I hope that this episode sounds wonderful. It does in our headsets anyway. (laughs) So I didn't turn Jerry's mic off today, so we got to hear a little bit from Jerry, so everybody's happy. Keep your hate mail. I know, I know. Probably Um, run off several of our listeners. (laughs) Guys, if you can't see the light. Be the light.